good afternoon, morning, whatever it is, <laughs> wherever you're um, listening from. But welcome back to The Daily Venture. I am your host, Brandy Day, and I am so happy that you guys joined me for episode five. Today, we are going to dive into the inevitables of success. So I have this um, actually posted, pinned up on my wall next to my desk, and I constantly glance over it. I've read through it. I've talked through it. You name it. And um, I thought it was really fitting to bring it to you guys today and really apply it to our reply, apply it to our lives. So join me and we're going to talk through 11 tips on the inevitables of success. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. All right, here we go. As a child, sometimes we don't understand the trials and tribulations that we'll endure as we grow into becoming an adult. And oftentimes we're oblivious to what we're truly experiencing. It really doesn't start to make sense until we're grown and truly realize that those trials and tribulations were actually preparing us. So this episode is going to dive into something that sits right by my desk, as I stated, as a constant reminder to stay grounded and aware of all that we, you, and I will experience through this thing called the inevitables of success. Okay, you guys, this episode will be very interesting. Pardon any feedback you may hear in the background. I have a kid home playing hooky today, so we shall see um, how I can keep him entertained and quiet so that I can dive into the inevitables of success with you guys today. Um, Just as a little fine print disclaimer here, I did not create the inevitables of success. It's just something that I have posted beside my monitor on my desk. Um, Just as a constant reminder to me to just be aware, be humble, stay grounded, and to just know that this is reality. Um, You know, things that we will experience through our journeys, through corporate, through entrepreneurship, through parenting, through, um, you know, being married, you know, being in a relationship, um, whatever it is that you are whatever situation and where you're planted at right now in your life. So let's just jump in. As I mentioned, there's 11 of them. And the first one is you will feel pain. And I'm pretty sure all of us can relate to that, right? I mean, we can even think back to learning how to ride a bike. The many times that we fell and fell and fell and the scrapes and scrapes that we um, received just trying to learn how to ride that bike. You know, think about... Um, the pain that we endured from, you know, getting our first bad grade. I mean, it sucks whether that a bad grade to you may have been a B. For me, I received plenty of F's or E's, whatever you want to call it. Um, you'll feel pain, you know, but the, the, the great thing about that is, is that making sure that you learn from it. You know, pain currently for me is when I'm getting denied for grants or pain for me is when I don't have people RSVP to an event. But you know what? It's all learning lessons and it's all fuel to just keep 
for me to keep just pushing along and to not give up and to keep my head held high. Um, number two is you will cry before you get it. Lord have mercy. Think about um, the times of just trying to graduate, you know, in high school or um, even graduating college and all the many papers that we had to write. And oh my gosh, you will definitely cry before you get it. You'll cry before you get that first job that you want so bad that's finally your breakthrough into your career. You'll cry before you get your, um, you know, before you have your baby. I don't know. Before you get engaged, you'll, you'll, you'll cry. No matter the situation is that you will experience some sort of tears, some sort of whether it's related to happiness or disappointment I mean you will cry um, I'd love to hear you guys' feedback on some of this at the end too on a situation on when you have felt pain and when you have cried before you got it quote-unquote um, number three is you will lose friends you know it's funny um, on this one is because I made a comment to my daughter's friend yesterday who came over actually they dropped her off because they went skating and uh, every time they come over here, like they never want to leave. And it's so funny. Like they go upstairs, they start hiding and they just never want to leave. And um, it just becomes very comical. And she gave me a hug before she left. And I said, oh, you know, you've been one of the um, longstanding friends that Amira has had. And her mom was like, oh, for real? I was like, yeah. I mean, she's literally in a stage right now where she has had these opportunities but she has had situations and ran into a lot of dramatic centered conversations and experiences that has left her feeling down I mean because she's Amira's not used to losing friends I mean she has a lot of friends she has you know she's the peacemaker she wants everybody to be cool to be you know just on one accord and everybody to be happy but the moment that, you know, a friend, quote unquote, happens to dislike something that she does or just doesn't want to, you know, be friends with her anymore. Mira has a really hard, has a very hard time dealing with that. And so my talks with her lately have been, you know what, over the course of these years, you're going to have so many friends that come and go. Some will stay longer than most. And you have to be fine with that. not something that she wants to hear but I mean it's the truth of the matter I mean I can try to think back from my elementary years to over transitioning into middle school then into high school then into college and now even adulthood gosh there's been so many people I've been friends with that some I don't even remember and some you know who I've reconnected with on Facebook and gotta love Facebook right but is what it is you'll lose friends and that's just what we we can't lose sleep over it we just have to keep pushing forward and let it be what it be you know if the friendship was really true then they would still be around you know or maybe they will come back around but maybe they just need a break i don't know but you will lose friends number four your family will discourage you now that can go in so many different directions it could go you know, a lot of people's families and they want the best for you, but 
sometimes they're them wanting the best for you can be said in a way or shown in a way of discouragement and that can be very hard but you have to remain the way I see it is that you have to remain focused on what it is that you want because this is your life not theirs you know there will be a lot of people who you'll come in contact with over these years who will have their opinions but they may not attack or have a vision or desire the things that you desire and that we have to be okay with that so people can have their opinions but you just have to learn to tune people out you know and it sucks that yes it'll be those closest to you but get used to it because it happens you know they don't understand why you quit your job they don't understand why you know you accept a job that's paying you less they don't understand why you're running a business and you don't have any um, uh, revenue coming in until some true revenue where you can actually live off of until, you know, six months, eight months down the road. They don't understand, but you understand. Hence, that's why we set goals. Hence, that's why we do vision boards. Hence, that's why we pray. Hence, that's why we, you know, surround ourselves with people who will who are on the same path and mission as you. Hence why you just can't tell everybody everything. Because you will, family, friends, whomever, random people, will try to come in your path and try to distract you from what it is that you want. So you will get discouraged. But it all matters. What matters is that you stay focused, laser focused on what it is that you want to do. Because then the, the opinions and stuff won't discourage you. You know, but you're human. I get it. I go through it too. But just stay focused and you'll be fine. People will hate you for no reason. Whew. We could talk about this all day. There was something that I posted or found on Instagram the other day and said, um, people could have more than you and still hate you for no reason. So no matter what you do, no matter how you say it, no matter what you wear, no matter what time you woke up this morning, no matter what time you go to bed tonight, no matter what kind of car you drive, no matter what color your hair is, no matter what you have laid out on your desk, no matter what type of content you're trying to roll out, roll out, no matter what kind of business you're running, no matter what kind of job you're running or working in, people will hate you for no reason. And that's it. I mean, you heard my silence. I don't even know what to say about that. But it is what it is. I personally am a worrier. I worry a lot. And I think I alluded to this in one of the um, beginning episodes. But I do. Um, I try to be a peacemaker. You know, I try to be very positive and jolly and full of life, you know. But some things I say people could take the wrong way or, you know, my ambition, my um, assertiveness, my aggressiveness, and not in a bad way, but it could be taken in a, in a different tone, right? <clears throat> I can't walk and talk and do everything that the next person wants me to do. I can't do that. I can only be me, okay? I'm a human. I work on myself every day. I recognize the things that I fall short on, and that's all I can do.
If I live my life, if I live my life walking around worried about what other people are thinking of me or hating me for, gosh, I I wouldn't get anything done. Truth be told, I'd be a ball of mess. So if people want to hate you for no reason, gosh darn it, let them hate. Let them hate. Who cares? Don't lose sleep. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, it might sound a little redundant, but it's true. I mean, there's just so much going on in this world um, and so much that we're capable of doing and we can't allow hate from someone else and for no reason at all to deter us from the journey that we're on. And it's just like that. Um, Number six is you will almost talk yourself out of it hundreds of times. If that ain't the truth. Doubt is real. Fear is real. Um, Hesitancy is real. Procrastination is real. I have and look, I told you guys um, in the first episode when I'd always internally thought about wanting to do a podcast. Originally, it was a blog idea, but let's be real. I didn't have time to blog, but I have time to talk. (laughs) Um... And it was like Aaron needed to tell me, like, it was like I needed somebody to physically, verbally say, you need to start a podcast. That's exactly what he said. You need to start a podcast. You need to start a podcast. Yes, six words. (laughs) I'm literally counting on my fingers. But it took for him to say those six words for me to say, okay. Because I've talked myself out of it hundreds of times times all because I was so scared to start I just got done with the bonus episode before this one talking excuse me to you guys about the four s's and the first one was start I talked myself out of starting hundreds of times and here we are episode five and a bonus (laughs) episode so this is why I have these different quotes and scriptures posted around my um my desk because I need those constant reminders or else I will go cray cray and I will continue to talk myself out of doing this and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing hundreds and actually it won't even be hundreds it'll be thousands of times by the time I get there but I refuse to allow myself to do that anymore I am doing it afraid literally I'm sure you could probably tell the change in um the change in the way that I deliver on the podcast from the first one because I was terrified I think I recorded that welcome to I daydream episode probably five or six times I would record it then I would delete it record it delete it I would be talking to myself <laughs> and I had to give myself plenty of self-talks but here we are you know if you have to do those self-talks do it but I want you to have your finger ready to press start when you do that okay um let's see number seven is you will doubt yourself thousands of times I mean this is kind of a good segue from what we just talked about but like I said doubt is real because you go on Instagram and you see people doing something similar to you're doing uh, that you're doing and you doubt your ability to get to where to where they are you don't have to have 108,000 followers you could be fine what I think I have like 600 and 
40 followers and I'm fine right at 640. If I grow, then great, you know, but I don't have to have 108,000 followers to know that I to, to value the, the things that I have going on internally that I want to um, that I want to communicate out and share with the world. But doubt does kick in, you know, that comparison is a little trap. Doubt is a trap because it will feel, make you feel like you're less than, but you're more than enough. You're more than a conqueror. And just know that if you're in a, uh, a place of doubting right now, it's okay. Talk yourself out of it real quick. Jump out, jump it out, you know, jump out of it, throw some water on your face and shake it off real quick. And know that you're not the only one who doubts, okay? And I feel like, you know, society, people, Instagram, Facebook. will paint this picture that these people don't doubt themselves. And that they, I mean, they are very confident in what they're doing, rightfully so. But they go through the same things we do. They probably just don't take as long to execute <laughs> on things that we may, you know, but it is what it is. That's their journey. This is our journey. But we have to understand for our journey to keep pushing forward and to keep hitting that mile marker is that we have to jump over and th run through. Matter of fact, that 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 um, I don't know, that bubble run through the bubble of doubt because it's going to pop and you're going to end up on the other side. So burst the bubble. Number eight is you will think you are going crazy. Heck yes. Neck roll, neck nod, everything. You will think you're going crazy because it's one of those things like I have these all these ideas bottled up inside of me. I've rolled out probably four out of ten. And you wake up one morning or you before you go to bed one night or while you're driving, you'll launch something else and you'll question yourself. Am I crazy? Like, did I just do that? Uh, yes, you did. And guess what? You're going to do it again and again and again. You'll think you're going crazy, but you're not. You're smart and um, you're being strategic about the things that you're doing in life. And you're a go getter like to be able to to and to have the confidence in yourself to write a book, write a blog, vlog, do a podcast, um, you know, sit on a panel of experts and you are one of the experts to MC a an award winning um, award show. I don't know what it is, whatever it is like you're bomb. And you have to believe that you can tell yourself that you are going crazy or you may think you're going crazy, but as long as you're going crazy <laughs> while doing it, I'm look, I'm standing on the sideline being your cheerleader because I'm thinking the same thing and standing right there with you doing the same thing. Um, so just know it's okay to think you're going crazy because people might think you are and you might think you are, but it's all right. Life isn't going to end because you're executing and you're achieving and scratching off your to-do list and fulfilling your dreams and aspirations. Number nine says you will develop weird habits. Listen, I didn't, I'm not a coffee drinker, 
but I will chug down a cold brew at eight o'clock at night to make myself stay up till four. <laughs> That's a weird habit. I did not start doing that until I started I daydream <laughs> and podcasting and you name it. So me and Starbucks, yeah, they'll see me at least once a week getting a tall cold nitro cold brew with sweet cream, only 70 calories and it comes to 248 to be exact. <laughs> So that's one of my weird habits. Um, I don't even know what else is a weird habit, but just know, God darn it, you will develop weird habits, whether it's your sleeping pattern, whether it's your working out schedule, whether it's your, you know, your journal time, your meditation time, whether it's your, you know, reading a book before you get in the shower. I don't know. I'm just making up stuff at this point, but just know you will develop weird habits. Um, Number 10, you will lose money. Let me read that again. Number 10, you will lose money. <sighs> Money's not a driving force for me um, in the things that I'm doing. Um, granted, I do want to make a profit. I will make a profit. I am making a profit. We'll make more of a profit. I think that's the key word. I will make more of a profit. Um, but it's not the driving force for me. The impact is the driving force for me. Um and through making an impact, I have lost money. I mean, I've made sacrifices. My husband has made sacrifices to allow me to be able to do what I'm doing, you know. And um, you win some and you lose some. We've all heard that. But uh, definitely will lose money because you have to invest in yourself, you know. And I don't necessarily see that as a loss. That's a gain, actually. Um but some people will see it as a loss because that's all they have. But that's where your creativity needs to kick in. Um, and honestly, I feel like your circle of influence, the people you're...